0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Only Stupid Answers. My name is DJ Wooldridge, and with me, as always, is Roxy Stryer. Hi, Roxy. (laughs) So this is the show where we like to talk about movies, TV shows, comic books, video games, uh, uh, The Bachelor, uh, whatever else we like to talk about in the end, the, the world, the pop culture world that dominates all of our lives. Um, and today, of course, uh, we, we, we have to talk about uh, Zack Snyder's uh, Justice League, a.k.a. the Snyder Cut. Um, if you are watching this uh, as part of the OSA show live Friday mornings at 10 a.m., we are also discussing uh, the Falcon and the Warner Soldier. We're going to be discussing The Bachelor. We're going to be discussing a bunch of other uh, things uh, in the chat since we are we are live today in the chat Maggie Whitmer says what a great way to start her birthday happy birthday Maggie everybody Maggie. in the chat wish Maggie a happy birthday I hope you're having a wonderful one um, uh, hopefully uh, in a few months you'll be able to go out and celebrate um, but yeah so uh, Roxy before we dive into things how are, how are you doing
1: I'm doing swell. Thank you for asking. Good,
0: good, good, good. Well, I'm really excited for this episode. I'm excited to dive in. Um, we've got DJ.
1: How are you doing? I forget all the time.
0: It's okay. It's, it, you know what? It's a, it's a, it's been an interesting week. It's been an exciting week. I'm excited to talk with you about the stuff that we were talking about. Um, it feels like it was a packed week because I, I lost, uh, four hours. Uh, uh, And actually I lost technically, And you lost, I lost five uh, Technically I lost six hours Cause I uh, Well yes Seven if you count Falcon Winter Soldier The four hour Snyder Cut And I rewatched uh, The Justice League That came out in 2017
1: and dj daylight savings
0: oh my god oh my (laughs) god i forgot it's been a hectic week it's been a hectic week but i'm excited to talk with you all if when we're talking about um the the osa show and watching live you're like wait where can i do this that's at patreon.com slash only stupid answers um also coming to patreon.com slash only stupid answers later this month uh literally almost a year ago to the day um I-, I filmed a short film to promote what was supposed to be my first feature film that we were supposed to shoot in 2020 uh, you're putting
1: it on the patreon
0: yeah i'm putting it on the patreon i'm Holy putting it on the patreon because I, roxy i'm working on so many things and nobody gets to see them gets to see them and yeah. it, it's bumming me out so um this this short was meant as a promotional thing so so it's not really built to like go to festivals or whatever not that there's really festivals right now. Anyway, um, so we're putting it on the Patreon. I will be posting stuff to my Instagram uh, so you can kind of wow, see. they're going to
1: lose it, DJ. You did such an amazing job Thank with you. this.
0: Thank you. That really means a lot. I've got more exciting stuff planned, especially now that, you know, people are starting to get vaccinated and the possibility of filming. Um, and I know some people at home are like, well, but wait, but the Batman is filming and Marvel. <laughs> they, they can Batman's afford all Batman's the... rich. Yeah, they, yeah, Batman is rich. They can afford all the stuff to keep their people safe. Um and I'm not operating on that level. Uh, so, But as things start opening up, uh, working on some very exciting things, um, including new comics. And, and, I'm, and uh, basically, you're going to start seeing more of that. And if you're at the Patreon, you're going to be seeing that stuff sooner. Um, also, we Ooh. did last time we were here, we did a shout out to have you guys re- do five star reviews um, uh, on iTunes. And we've got some of those. You all listened to uh, our plea and we've got a few right here. One of them is uh, Five Stars Boys. This is their third review. Uh, I'm writing this review while Roxy's explaining why writing reviews on iTunes is easy and important. This is my favorite Yay. podcast. Hey. It was good. Woo. It was a good. It was a good heartfelt plea you did, and it worked. Yes. Um, this is my favorite podcast. DJ and Roxy are the best. Thanks for continuing to bring only stupid answers to all the moist little Are we still moist little ears? It's been mm-hmm. a minute. Listen, we're all moist little ears in sure. our hearts.
1: You can't just lose your moistness in your little ears.
0: Listen, I know we've we've been we've been locked away in our mm-hmm. homes, which you know might dry us out. But the moistness, the moistness is is never ending. It's in our hearts
1: because the ears are little, mm-hmm. and so they keep the moistness. They keep
0: themselves moist. You have if you think listening.
1: about this scientifically,
0: our voices mm-hmm. are keeping your ears moist. Can we keep saying moist? How how at home? How do you feel about the word moist? Let us know. We do an
1: ASMR episode review. Wow.
0: We could, we'll do that for the Snyder. Four hours uh, of the ASMR. Of
1: the Snyder God
0: uh that was from Zerol Z- 13 uh this next one is from fly guy ty who says i love the show i came to osa from new Rockstar after seeing sam on there a couple years ago and i've been a moist lawyer ever since it was so sad to see sam go but i loved roxy on super tv showdown even though i didn't watch any of the arrow uh lol <laughs> and i love that she's uh now a co-host with dj i Woo-woo. love these two and their opinions and even though i didn't know al- i don't always agree I still find myself seeing where they're coming from and agreeing on certain aspects. I do wish they'd do more independent movie reviews of the stuff that's been coming out on a basically weekly basis, stuff like Malcolm and Mary, Judas and the Black Messiah, etc. But I know that kind of content doesn't get the most attention from their listeners. That is true. Uh, So I'll just settle for their thoughts whenever they're talking about what they're into. I really, really love this show, and it's honestly one of the few podcasts I listen to very consistently. Definitely check this show out. If you're on the fence, it's awesome. And then finally, uh, Unk Phil said, yeah. I listened. It says, it's a good stuff. Boom. Mm. And see, listen, you can do something uh, heartfelt like Z Roll or Fly Guy Tie, or you can just say, you listen, just give us them five stars. It, Like Roxy said, it really helps the show.
1: This is my favorite always growing up. Anytime anybody watched anything that I did or came to one of my plays or watched one of my. Rinky-dink short films that I would make with my when I was a kid. Whatever mm-hmm. they would be like. Oh, I watched it. Thanks. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Is that what you say? Thank you. And they say, Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's when you know.
0: Yeah. Mm. My, okay. my My parents. My parents will occasionally be like, Yeah, we watched it. I'm like, Cool. Yeah, I tuned in. <laughs> yeah, that's all. You know, uh, I appreciate it. And, and, <laughs> I appreciate it. So let's get into what we're into this week so (laughs) i'd like to start off with um uh a review now it's finally literally of this moment it is is finally unembargoed i watched these first three episodes a while ago i want to talk to you all about invincible which is premiering on amazon on uh on march 26th it's the first three episodes which we have screened for you today um Roxy I'm assuming that have you have you read any invincible have you been able to watch these episodes at all do you know anything about invincible
1: didn't watch um read a little bit yes but didn't watch and and was uh, I'm surprised I wish I did what you had did with the first three because they sent out emails about the screener parties but it's tonight and Monday and you have to be there at the time and the thing and the whole yeah it's a lot so I'm excited for to hear from you but also I'm, I'm you know I'm not the biggest animated person in the world that's so true that's true I, so, do, I would like to hear more from you though
0: so I'm going to keep it spoiler free but if any of you I've, I have not uh, I know some of our, our friends like Hector Navarro are huge Invisible fans I've read the first couple volumes um, mm-hmm. um, so, so I'm, I'm and I'm relatively well informed the synopsis is an adult animated series based on the Skybound slash image comic about a teenager whose father is the most powerful superhero on the planet and that's kind of the elevator pitch like Superman has a son and he's learning to be a superhero but without spoiling things it, it gets uh, much more complicated than that uh, fairly quickly and is very faithful to the comics, especially those first two volumes. In these three episodes, we get uh, pieces from from uh, those first two volumes, uh, which I believe is the first eight issues because obviously this is a long-running series. It's been collected a bunch of times. I is Stephen
1: sp- Yeun the boy?
0: Uh, he is. The cast in this – Roxy, the cast in this is Insane. So we've got, um, Steven Yoon. We've got J.K. Simmons who plays his father, Omni Man. We've got Sandra Oh who plays his mom. Uh, we've got, her. uh, Zazie Beats. She's amazing. And it's weird that, like, oh, obviously, Zazie Beats is the Zazie, Zazie Beats. They, obviously, Sandra oh elevates the mom, but it's weird that you got Sandra Oh as, the mom it's like it's sandra oh the killing eat it's sandra oh. <laughs> anyway yeah. um uh walton goggins jillian jacobs jason manzoukas who's great because he plays a character that you're clearly supposed to hate but it's jason manzoukas so it's very hard to i don't know who that is um he's been on brooklyn 99 he was um, on uh the league uh he's one of those he had a very brief role in john Wick three as one of uh Lawrence fishburn's homeless uh uh he's hilarious and he's okay. great in this uh kevin michael richardson zachary kinto uh mark hamill Mahershala Ali, who's not in the first three episodes um that i watched but it's great cra- it's this, this cast it's insane you've got one oscar uh not we've got multiple oscar winners one new oscar nominee congratulations to steven yoon um uh, that by the way that was crazy it's like the first asian nominated for like wait what What it's like when you find out the first Asian member of SNL? You're like, what? 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 It took that long? What? Anyway, I don't
1: even. I can't even. Different episode. Yeah, different Different episode. episode, But
0: it's just it's just wild because anyway, not that I'm an Academy expert, clearly, but it just it just took me off guard that it took that long. Anyway, um, so I will say the first episode is pretty paint by numbers superhero origin kid with the powers and superman's kid and it's just the first episode 22 minutes roughly roughly the first episode i think is longer it's been a minute since i watched it i want to say it might be closer to like 50 minutes but then we kind of level off into you know 30 minute 20 to 30 minute installments okay the second episode the end of the first episode uh, uh, changes the dynamic, and the the next episode introduced so, amazing characters. Uh, we introduced a character uh, called Robot, played by Zachary Quinto. We've got Alan the Alien, played by Seth Rogen, and Damien Darkblood, uh, who's like a demon detective character, played by Clancy Brown. And once once the, we start, there's a teen group of superheroes, stuff like that. Once we start getting into that and the real meat of like what the show's going to be, I think it was smart that they released the first three episodes, because it's like oh yeah actually I'm I'm pretty into this and I I will say for the squeamish out there this might be the most violent fucking show I've ever seen in my entire fucking life it's it's so crazy violent like you think violent animation you probably think like Harley Quinn but Harley Quinn's yeah. a comedy and kind of fun and the the violence is usually used for humor this is it's a lot and so if you're a little uh if your constitution is a little bit weaker give it a try. I highly recommend giving it a try, but I also understand if you're like, "Oh, oh my god, this is a lot." <laughs> I was mm. even though Invincible is known as a violent comic, uh I was surprised.
1: <sighs> well, if we're going to call it Invincible, we got to put that to the test.
0: We got to put that to the test. So, mm-hmm. um that again that comes out uh March 26th. I'm very excited uh for y'all to see it and check it out. Um uh if you like the boys it's right in line with that uh, again probably even more violent than the boys but uh wow, you know it's still what? yeah i know it's animation you can do more i mean i guess get away with more it's Shocking. it's i admit you maybe you'll all agree with me let me know if you how violent you think it is um but let's get into Roxy, what you're into this week, yeah. let's talk about Superman and Lois. Are you still watching DJ? I am. I did miss this week's because okay. uh, I uh, had to watch uh, the four hours of the Snyder Cut. <laughs>
1: so I'll give no spoilers. I just want to say that I'm really, really thoroughly enjoying the show. I'm mm-hmm. really enjoying the show.
0: Yeah, I am to the um with where I'm at, I'm still surprised with how I will say the last episode I saw did involve a lot of teenagers screaming about things and that is not one of my favorite genres of TV. Mm. Um but I, I do think they do a really good job of um bringing things back around. <laughs> I was I was genuinely surprised with um Lana's daughter like, "Listen, I tried to some, commit suicide." I don't know why you're so bothered by that. And I'm like, what? What are you arguing? Like, what's happening yeah. right now? Like, yeah, she's gonna be on your case a little bit because she doesn't want you to die. Like, I don't and know. it's Your mom. It's yeah. your mom. Like, I don't know what your deal is, but, that's but the whatever. That you
1: say when you're a teenager, like the things that come out of your mouth don't make sense. I just am really liking the show and and this episode dives a lot into what it means to be a family member of superman
0: cool and
1: i thought that that was really cool i just I, yeah I'm, I'm really digging it and yeah. m- mostly because i think tyler hecklin is great
0: i agree in it that it, tyler hecklin and his performance and the direction they're taking superman and that will come up in our snyder cut conversation with me and the way that depicts superman um But even even though some of the teenage stuff is not my brand, I think that the young cast members do a really good job, and I do think they do a good job of like not like ending in those places, like looping it back to like, no, I still like these characters, even though I don't, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't want to hear shout all the time. I like, I like, I'm really impressed with so far with what they're doing with that show. Uh, But let's talk about another show that's not as new, uh, Mm -hmm. a little bit long, just a little bit longer in the tooth. Uh, Mm -hmm. Let's talk about the Walking Dead.
1: So this is a skybound filled episode with Mm -hmm. you with Invincible and me and Walking Dead. I just like to periodically bring The Walking Dead back into conversation because I love this show so much and people fell off of it so hard. And I will say this season has been a bit bizarre. Mm -hmm. They're doing a lot of, because DJ used to watch and you fell off a while ago. Yeah. I
0: fell off in season two. So I have been.
1: uh, So a decade ago. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, I've been,
0: Uh. I've been away a while.
1: So they are doing a lot of two-people episodes okay. right now. I don't know when things were shot or how, thing, but a lot of these are like two-people journeys, mm-hmm. and I'm kind of enjoying that because yeah. we're getting a lot of dialogue, which I really like, but in this most recent episode, can I give you
0: spoilers? Please. Uh, you know what? I've, I've been thinking about catching up with however many episodes. No, you please spoil away.
1: There's been hundreds of episodes since you left. Um, That's not an exaggeration. In this most recent episode, two of our characters, um, what is his name? The guy who's the father and Aaron, whatever, two of our characters end up stumbling into somebody else's place Mm -hmm. and this guy like kidnaps them and is messing with them and is making them play Russian roulette to see which one of them. And they get to decide whether they go for themselves or they're the person. It was just really like a horror movie in a short or it was just very, very suspenseful. I couldn't even, I know that it doesn't sound like it matters that much because in the series of the walking dead, it's just two people in random episode. But I was like, who, what's gonna happen here? Yeah. I just couldn't even, and it was such a interesting episode. And the fact that I can say it's an interesting episode after what am I on the eleventh season? When where am uh, I? Yeah, now? I
0: don't know where wherever uh, yeah, wherever yeah. I
1: am. I was just like, God, I love this show. So just throwing a little love for The Walking Dead, which does not get much love anymore.
0: Yeah, and it's it's interesting. I mean, obviously, it still must have a viewership. Did they ever do? Weren't they supposed to do like spinoff Rick centric movies?
1: Yeah, I don't know what's happening with that. I think it's still on the table. We heard there were gonna be three of them, and mm-hmm. then there was gonna be the, you know, another spin-off show as well.
0: Yeah, I know there's one following youngins, uh, the the them youngins. Um I am a big supporter of like if you're at a place where you can just pair off a couple of your characters, you know what I mean? Like I think because again, I think that's where a lot of TV and serialized stuff lives and dies, is you know, the plot can can be kind of interchangeable. But the people keep showing up because of the characters. And so if you, and especially exactly. if it's a character dynamic that Gabriel, you have, that's his name, that you haven't Father seen Gabriel. a lot. Yeah, you know like for the for the people in the russian roulette are these characters then interact a lot or are this kind no, of no like not a, really not yeah. really
1: and they've decided to go off on this journey together and yes we've seen them interacting group settings all the time but yeah. it's not like this is a dynamic duo we did do a daryl carroll episode this season yeah and that we've seen them interact a lot but it was still cool to just have the two of them but this with gabriel and aaron i was like wow this is this is cool i think that's aaron's name. this is cool and just to watch them what ends up happening is that they're playing the Russian roulette and they're going back and forth. And finally they convince this guy because they keep going for themselves and not the other person. Humanity still is good. You should come with us. Please come with us. Um, And he, after like 45 minutes, he lets it stop and he unties them and then they kill him. And, one of them that was not their plan and the other it was their plan and mm-hmm. so like one of them was shocked that the other one did and he was like look at us and he was like what well, we're gonna bring him home with us after he did that yeah. so it was just really interesting because for some reason even though you should have seen that coming you really think the way they're pleading with him like just come back with us come back with us in this like turmoil and then you think that they are and the second he unties them he just he he smashes them dead that it sounds like
0: Uh, that sounds really cool and it it also reminds me i think you know i told you i started watching that show warrior on hbo max and there's in the first season there's this little bottle episode with two of the main characters and a bunch of cast members we've never met before and i think there's a lot of magic in in those little like because essentially at that point it's a short film yeah Um, exactly that's why it's it's
1: like a horror movie but shorter
0: but 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 shorter when
1: it's the walking dead not that much shorter (laughs) it's an hour and 10 minutes
0: oh yeah not that much shorter (laughs) you still in certain festivals you're still at feature length there
1: yeah straight up
0: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So obviously we're here today. Our main topic for today is uh, the the mythical. We've all the unicorns are real and we've seen them. uh, uh, The mythical Snyder cut. um, uh, $70 million later, right? It was 70 million, whatever um it is now complete it is on your HBO max subscription roxy and i got an opportunity to see it a little bit early thankfully because i don't know if i would have been able to crank through it right before we recorded um right now we're gonna start spoiler free and then we're gonna go into spoilers right now as of this recording on rotten tomatoes the the Zack snyder's justice league which is the official title has a 78 percent on uh critic score and a 97% audience score, shocker. Um, and uh, it, the consensus is Zack Snyder's Justice League lives up to its title with a sprawling cut that expands to fit the director's vision and should satisfy the fans who willed it into existence. And I, got, I, I say this a lot, but whoever's uh, job is to write these consensuses on Rotten Tomatoes usually does a really, it's like, yeah, that's, I can't, I don't know how you could have described that any better. Um, it, for context, OG Justice League from 2017 uh, has a critics rating of 40% and a 71% audience score. Mm-hmm. Um, so that there you go. So spoiler free, Roxy, we've seen yeah. the uh, whole four-hour uh, journey. What are your thoughts on the Snyder Cut?
1: I really liked it. I really liked it. I was kind of shocked with how much I liked it i am really excited that it came to be i know that there was a long time in which i never thought we would see this i stated several times that there was no way we would ever see this yeah i was wrong yeah because you were basing it
0: it off of former reality the pre-covid world (laughs) pre-2016 where things things worked a certain way
1: yeah and i'm really happy to have been wrong because i really liked it i think that of all our main characters, the vast majority of them were so improved and so much more fleshed out. And I, every every minute that I was watching this, I was just feeling like very lucky to have this. It looked really cool. It sounded really cool. And there were some things about this that made me really question how the F movies are made because some of the stuff that was previously shot because only four minutes of additional footage were shot for this version. Yeah. made me think, how was that left on the cutting room floor? I do not understand. So for all of those reasons, I'm so excited to talk about this movie, to continue talking about this movie and that I actually really enjoy this movie.
0: Yeah. That's, uh, that's amazing. I know a lot of people in, enjoyed it more. I think I'm in a weird situation cause I'm one of the few people on the planet that actually does enjoy the 2017 justice league um uh i i uh to me it's it's right up there with uh, I'll, if i'm being candid i don't know if i personally see a qualitative difference between the 2017 justice league and and a lot of mcu movies um but uh so for me i know a lot of people have been saying it's better a lot of people have been saying it's it's on par just different um, for me, since I do enjoy the original, I still enjoy that more. Although it is interesting, I did watch both this week, um, and it is interesting to compare and contrast because if you ever wondered what what stuff Zack Snyder values, all you have to do is look at the two versions of this movie, <laughs> and you're like, oh, this is the this is the shit he's about. Like this is what this is this is the type of storytelling stuff that he values. This is the stuff he cares about um i will say like i think um steppenwolf uh looks cooler um and i think cyborg definitely benefits i think the most from the extended runtime um so it's weird like normally i like to spend more time on spoiler free stuff but i don't know what else we could say without getting into it and honestly truthfully there's not a lot – between the original Justice League and the ad campaign, which utilized a lot of the of – the, I can't say the new footage. There's like three hours of new footage. But like new moments, you kind of know what's in this movie. Uh, but if you don't – or if you want to completely go uh, blind or deaf or whatever from this, uh, leave now and then come back later because we're going to get into – spoilers roxy so you like this better what what aspects of this we're in spoilers now everybody we're in spoilers get out of here if you don't want to be spoiled uh, come back later please what aspects of this improve on the original for you
1: straight up i know that this is a cliche but kind of all aspects for me but especially let's breaking let's break down some of the characters you said for you cyborg was the most improved i think that that's pretty universal that everybody feels that way mostly because cyborg was just in this a lot more Mm -hmm. i love sports so i loved watching the football background i loved watching his mom get put back into the film and the dynamic there i loved watching him more stuff with silas and what happened with the the mother box and silas's relationship with uh, victor and knowing that silas does not always make the easiest decisions or the most popular decisions but at the end of the day we watched him make the really t- challenging decision and the reveal of why he did that i loved that but yeah. for me the, the character that was most improved not the character arc not the story the the actual character that was most improved was the flash you know far. what
0: i am genuinely surprised to hear you say that
1: oh my gosh really
0: yeah Yes, I am because I remember uh, watching the original studio you were not a huge fan of Ezra Miller's flash.
1: It, he was the only one I wasn't a fan of.
0: So so what what here what here in in improve that for you?
1: A lot. Number 1, I feel so I feel like what I feel bad for Ezra Miller after watching this version because I thought Ezra Miller turned in a crappy performance mm-hmm. and really his performance was was Frankenstein? Yeah. I, obviously, this is all in my opinion. Yeah. But w- what I think was happening was Joss Whedon was like, he is the fun. This is the funny character. Let's give him quip after quip or whatever it was, and what it just did not work. But in this, the iris stuff really moved me. Mm. I love how I did not like the overuse of slow motion. That's a big problem I have with this film. I, <coughs> I, I we can talk about that in a little bit, <laughs> but. But coffee cup, iris, sesame,
0: ste- sesame seeds, a lot of a lot of slow motion.
1: But the iris sesame seed, the iris <laughs> slow mo actually did work for me because yeah. slow mo can be used with things with the flash. That makes sense. He's the flash. Time moves slow for him yeah. and fast while we look at it. And even just like watching this meet cute where time stops when you meet the person that's supposed to be your person and whatever. Yeah. That's just. All that stuff with him worked, and then his the hot dog bit. I just really liked that with the interviewing and the and the giving it to the dog. So that worked, and then also he was this guy who just was more excited to be part of the Justice League. It wasn't like, oh no, I'm this timid guy. Should I be trying this? It was like, where can I, where can I help? What do I do? Yeah. Let me follow this person. All right, listen into this. Like we've got these grown ass people in uh, well cyborg wasn't making the decisions at at certain points because he wasn't on board but like in aquaman wonder woman and batman we've got these grown-ass people who agree or disagree on what we should do and and cyborg kind of like just tell me what to do and i'll do it and then we've got the flash being like not knowing like who do i look up to what do i it's it's superman you know just bright-eyed bushy-tailed really fun and exciting i thought that his performance was great and he made me forget that I'm curious why he choked out a woman and brought mm-hmm. her to the floor. So mm-hmm. that that props we may to, never know. Yeah, <laughs> we just might never know. So props to him for this performance. I I loved the Flash in this movie.
0: Very cool. I yeah, the I, Flash actually. I, I if I'm being honest, I I think very for me, very few characters benefited from the added runtime. Like wow. I think I and I think it might be what. I think what excites me about these characters is not what excites Zack Snyder. And so for me, Flash tells more jokes that are less funny. And I, I left this movie like, oh yeah, I don't need to see any of these characters ever again. Uh, I, I just, I, I, I was less invested. Like we spent more time with Steppenwolf, but I actually felt like I knew less about him and what What? motivated him
1: i don't mean to say what like you're wrong but no
0: and and again i i i think your reaction is more in line with with most people uh and and to and to be fair like the benefit i have is is again i liked the other justice league it's on hbo max yeah, yeah, yeah. it's on the same platform like you know if you're on hbo max and you're not feeling Zack, Snyder, Zack snyder's justice league the other justice leagues right there the justice league animated series is right there like those things that i love are also on the same platform so you're well, still good to go
1: on that note dj also i also think and i, I mentioned this briefly but I, I know people are so so upset with joss whedon for the version that he created and taking away um Snyder's version and all that stuff, but what I will say is, and I'm not talking about them as people or any of the allegations. Yes. I'm just talking about the the versions of the movie. Yeah, if we had never had Joss Whedon step in, mm-hmm. and we had just had Snyder, and it was only the Snyder cut it yeah. was the 2017 movie, we would not have seen. The, the Snyder Cut wouldn't have looked like the Snyder Cut. Yeah, the Snyder Cut. The, the, there, there was no world in which we were going to get a four-hour theatrically released movie that was this iteration of yeah. it. So we really, in order to get this full realized version, we needed there to be a different version and and then the and all of that stuff. So I think it is cool that for fans. Some people like that one. Some people like this one. That one's shorter. This one, they're both, they're very different mm-hmm. and they both exist and one doesn't erase the other. So if you like one over the other, that's dope for you.
0: And truthfully, both will probably have just as much impact on the DCEU moving forward.
1: <laughs> Which is maybe none. <laughs> Which
0: is very, very little. <laughs> yeah. So I think that I liked, I liked that um, we got more of you know there's a lot of talk about cyborg being the heart of the film and i think a lot of that banks on the idea that he has a more fully formed arc in this one dealing with his dad and um the issues there and there were moments i mean obviously i think Zack snyder is a very talented visual stylist i think that's that's one of the things that that he's he's very big in the aesthetic and the visuals and in the tactile stuff and i think he does a good job there um and and i think there are moments like um specifically at the end when you get um uh flash's moment where he again because we're on spoilers where he rewinds time after everybody gets blown up and Mm -hmm. and saves saves the day um uh, we actually have a question here what did the flat what did the flash do during that scene towards the end to help cyborg i was confused by that whole sequence but did enjoy the visuals uh which i actually think is a pretty good way to describe some of my feelings toward the snyder cut it's like i enjoyed the visuals you know what i mean um also can you explain the significance of the nightmare scene um i was perplexed but it might just be that i have zero comic book knowledge we'll get in the nightmare scene into yeah. it in a second but i like yeah, that
1: there's t- a lot of epilogue stuff to bring yeah it's a
0: bas there's basically like a thir- 30 minutes of what would normally be uh after credit sequences um um the 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 and i like the moment with cyborg where he's fighting the ghosts of the mother boxes and yep. he's he's like I you know I am complete. I thought that was a I thought that was a powerful moment for him, but <clears throat> I think the thing I liked about the original um that I thought was missing here was this feeling of these characters having discernible. Personalities, you know, so many of these characters. Beyond, I think, you know, obviously There's a reason why Jason Momoa's Aquaman and and, uh, and Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman are the standouts from this and have their solo movies that are relatively well received. You know what I mean? You see that here, but like when they go, yeah, to, they
1: were the, probably the least changed, the characters. least
0: changed, which makes yeah. sense, and they're the most popular right now. It's like that. Yeah. They, it totally makes sense. Um, but there's moments when they decide in the to save Superman. There's a moment in the original where that they, Alfred confronts Batman on this and Batman explains like, listen, Clark might be more human than me. He's more meant... To, and there's a moment where you say like, Superman doesn't just matter because he's strong. He matters because of what he means to a character, what he means to these people. That's gone from this movie. The argument to bring Superman back is, he punches hard, um, And we never get a moment to really, what does Superman mean to Batman? What is Superman... There's a lot of like the, the uh, most of the talk around Superman being gone is uh, he was strong. The bad guys realized the strong guy's gone. Now bad guys here. Whereas in the original one of the talk is Superman led people. He represented hope to people. He represented all these things. And so I, we talked a little bit about Superman and Lois. I like that that show has Superman who smiles and is happy to save people. And is still Superman, despite struggling and, nobody in this movie really comes across as being happy to be there. Like, And and Superman not only brutally beats Steppenwolf, rips off his horn, blood's pouring out, he then then chucks him into into, uh, Aquaman's Trident, and then Wonder Woman decapitates him, and Superman just looks on like, yeah. And I'm like, that's not my Justice League. Who are the Batman straight up points a gun at a parademon's head and blows his brains out. Who is that character?
1: Okay, so here's here's what I will say on that. I totally hear you. This is this is the thing that I think a lot of people um should know about this. And maybe you do, DJ, but what Zack Snyder's plan was was to have Justice League 1, 2, and 3. Mm-hmm. And he's talked about this. Yeah. He's talked about what the arc was supposed to be. And for some reason, I don't know whether Warner Brothers initially told him yes and then took that back or whether he never cleared that with them and this was just his hopes. But what his plan was, he thought he was making a five movie arc series for Warner Brothers or that's what his intention was. Mm -hmm. And so this was early on in that arc. Mm -hmm. And so he kept talking about because I watched a little bit of his Q&A last night or watch along thing this was he wanted to build to the superman that we that he wanted yeah. and that he felt like was going to be the superman and and then we see in storyboards and all the things that they've talked about I mean in this version what his intention initially was to do was to have once Clark died Lois and Batman yeah, and Bruce uh, yeah. get together hence the pregnancy test and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Uh, and then Bruce having to make the decision whether or not to bring back Superman, knowing that he's going to lose Lois and all of the things that went down. So while I do hear you that this might not be, as you said, this is not my Justice League, while this might not be the, them fully realized as what you would like the Justice League to be, I think that this was a step in a journey that we're never going to see. And so it's a weird place to be because we now we're watching this knowing that we're never gonna, or at least I don't wanna say never again because I didn't think we were gonna see this movie, Mm -hmm. but
0: never say never.
1: it, It seems as if we are very likely not going to see what the next step is. So this is the Superman we got.
0: Yeah, that's strange. My only pushback with that, and obviously I've I've read the interviews with like Zack Snyder and the goals and all that stuff, Mm -hmm. but I've been hearing since Man of Steel that we're going to get a more hopeful Superman. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think this is the Superman. I think it's very telling that for Zack Snyder, if this was the movie we got, the main shot, finally, first time ever, blockbuster, big screen, Justice League, live action, on screen, united. Superman is in a black and silver costume. And the big yeah. Superman moment where he opens his shirt—it's the sil- its the black and silver costume, yeah. Because that I think Zack Snyder thinks that's cool, and a lot of people agree. And it's like, no, I, it, when I see the Justice League for the first time on screen, I want it to be the Justice League, and I want it to be Superman. And I think this is Zack Snyder's Superman. You know, you look at like the way he did three hundred and the way he did Watchmen um and there is i i think this this fits and and i i would like you mentioned it earlier but i would also like to reiterate this is this is comparing and contrasting to the two films i don't want to compare and contrast the two uh filmmakers i've heard nothing but positive things about Zack snyder uh, yeah, on yeah. set and whatever i've heard the opposite about joss whedon and i do not it, 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 no, we're just it, talking about
1: the art it, we're they just made. talking about the two movies because i don't
0: i do not want to be in a position to try and uh, defend joss whedon as a person i have no interest in doing that <laughs> i have no inclination to do that um yeah. and again and i and i and i and i don't want to i i respect uh, uh, Zack Snyder as a filmmaker I just, Having now Three movies It's like yeah, I, the, I think the things That I find appealing about these characters Are not the same things he finds appealing And I'm okay that this I think as a swan song you could not get A better swan song for this director If you like what he was doing With this stuff this is definitely an ode to all of that. I think you're going to get a lot of what you like there. If you are did not, I I, th- I think this is, this is the type of movie that confirms whatever feelings you had going in. For the most part, you're it just like didn't it didn't do that.
1: that to me, which is so weird because I was so what I had said on my channel to my people before this was I'm just going to be honest with you guys. I'm going into this movie. I'm going to watch it, mm-hmm. and if I don't like it. I'm just not going to review it because (laughs) I don't. So you'll know I didn't like it if I just don't Don't
0: say anything. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Because I don't feel like it. Mm. I don't feel like uh, the amount of the amount of heat that I've received over the last several years after saying I didn't believe the Snyder Cut existed was so intense that I was like, I just don't want to talk about it if I didn't like it. Yeah. And I was really, really nervous, DJ, that I wasn't going to like it because I have liked some of Zack Snyder's things, not all of them. And I liked the Justice League movie okay. I liked it less uh, upon Mm rewatches. But I just really was like, is this going to make that big of a difference? Four hours. The aspect ratio thing is weird. And then I just really, really liked it. And I was kind of shocked by that. Yeah. So for me, it was like, huh. I want to talk about this. That is so weird. I was not expecting to want to talk about this movie.
0: So even if you're on the fence, um, you know, there's worth giving a shot. I will say, you know, if you're the four hours intimidating is divided into chapters, uh, I, the chapters I,
1: did, I divided it. Yeah. I did not watch it in one chunk.
0: Yeah. yeah. I will say, I'm glad that they didn't um, separating the episodes. Cause I don't, I don't know that the chapters actually represented distinct thoughts, like distinct, like, I don't think you could just take each chapter and it would be like a complete episode of a thing. Like, it's definitely... Except
1: for the epilogue.
0: Except for the epilogue. <laughs> except for the epilogue. Um. So let's get into, you know, Leonard Kim asked about the, the nightmare sequence. Speaking of the epilogue. Yeah. Um, in the epilogue, uh, Martian Manhunter in the movie is, is... It kind of comes out of nowhere. We think we're getting a Martha Kent scene. Even though... Also, doesn't Lois know General Swanwick? Didn't they meet in Man of Steel?
1: Um. Yes. I, yeah. I or or Batman be
0: Superman. So like he could have just come as the person, as that. Anyway, that doesn't matter. Yeah, uh, yeah. That doesn't yeah. matter. Uh, he looks cool. Martian Hunter looks cool. And that actor is is a good actor to have play that he role. He looked
1: awesome. And I will say that this was my, that was definitely my favorite part of the epilogue. Yeah. I loved, loved that scene with him and Batman. I think that that was really cool. And also because it clearly, I think that was one of the things that was shot. One of the additional four minutes and Ben Affleck just looked much healthier.
0: Mm, good for him. So that
1: mm-hmm. was like, go, Ben. Mm-hmm. Go. Yeah. Boston forever. Believe in
0: Boston. <laughs> um rewatching it. It's it's rewatching the twenty seventeen version one. It's funny how like there's scenes where he's dealing with armor and how they have to work around <laughs> the massive back tattoo he has. Anyway. Yeah. yeah um yeah.
1: But but what we're talking about is the, the nightmare this sequence. Is the nightmare
0: sequence and, and blessedly. Uh, there is no, um, Joey in the comment asked a question about we live in a society and I think blessedly uh, that restraint was shown there and that is not in this cut of the movie. <laughs>
1: it was funny that he trolled us with that. Yes. It was so funny. I I did not prefer the nightmare sequence. Yes. I For some reason.
0: But Batman says <laughs> fuck in it. I know. I'm looking
1: forward to rewatching it. I, I get why it was in there. I think this was, this was Zack Snyder saying, I'm not going to be able to make more of these. Yeah. Here were all of the thoughts I had mm-hmm. about what directions we could have gone in. Yeah. Martian Manhunter, uh, team up for evil deathstroke, uh, the Lex, yeah. Joker. Uh, you know, I think this was him just being like, here were some things that were, down the pipeline let me throw them all in the epilogue because just want you guys to know what my thoughts were and this particular one i i don't know what what it was i have was actually one of the few people who was not bothered by jared leto's joker previously Mm -hmm. this scene with jared leto i was like Mm-hmm. What movie is this now? Yeah. What am I watching all of a sudden? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was a nightmare sequence, so that could be part of it as well. But really, people are saying it's not really a nightmare also, sequence. Also, why is
0: Batman having premonitions? I don't
1: know. <laughs> I don't
0: know. Yeah, it's interesting. I, do you think, think too early? I don't know. Do you think the stuff that we've heard about Jared Leto since during Suicide Squad and since has been has maybe tainted? You know that yes. your view of him when he pops up on screen.
1: Yes, definitely, and certainly one of the pr- people that I had the hardest time watching throughout this whole movie who was much more heavily featured than the previous movie was Amber Heard. Mm. Uh, strangely enough, none of the stuff that had happened with Ezra Miller made it hard for me to watch him. Maybe it's just because I really liked his performance. I know mm. that that sounds hypocritical, but that was just the truth. It's not. I was not thinking about it. No. The Amber Heard stuff, I was nonstop thinking about oh, wait, what was going
0: on. Isn't Johnny Depp the bad guy in the Amber Heard story?
1: um well i think that they both have been acute you know she was accused of chopping off trying to chop off one of his fingers she, he got she got two-thirds of the way through one of his fingers mm-hmm. um and physically abusing him as well mm-hmm. and um he is suing her right now for those things he is definitely also the bad guy okay um,
0: complicated it,
1: yep seems okay. like there is Seems like there's a lot of stuff. But even re- regardless of uh, – because we weren't there, so we don't know. Um, I just was thinking about the whole situation a lot. And yeah. I'm not trying to blame – I'm not trying to place blame on anybody. I was just thinking about it. And I think mostly because her accent was off. It yeah. was weird to watch her. And I was like, I don't get why she's here right now. A lot of people called for her to be fired as well mm-hmm. because of the physical abuse that was taking place in the other way. Um So I – I don't know. It just was distracting. And then the Jared Leto stuff like stop! Don't send people use condoms <laughs>
0: like,
1: that I feel like that was right before me Too stuff. I feel like we would not have fucking let that slide. Yeah. Um, just so much stuff and all the comments he had made. Just everything. I was just like, okay, there's a lot of moving factors going on right now. And I'm, yeah. and I'm not concentrating on the movie anymore.
0: Yeah. I'm
1: thinking about a lot of other things that probably I shouldn't be thinking about.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I um, I think you know the with the with the m- more you know Zack Snyder being more vocal about you know where things were gonna go, hearing about the direction, it's like I'm okay that this is it. You know what I mean? I'm okay that this is it. I don't. Again, I don't think you like you mentioned that if we, we were never entering theaters was never gonna be a four hour. This this movie was not gonna go roll into theaters in 2017. So this is this is your due to all the extenuating circumstances. People that wanted that unfiltered vision. This is that, and you got that. And it's and this is this is as close to like I think, you know, Zack Snyder's ideal Justice League, and I think it's okay that we move on from that now and like let the James Wands and the Patty Jenkins uh, and the Kathy Yans it, let them you know play with these characters. The 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 Matt Reeves you know move these characters in in different directions um and because i don't think you could uh it's almost like michael scott the episode michael scott left in the office it's like well that's your finale there's not i've i know that you know it had however many more seasons after that but it's like this is this is clearly it this is your this is this is your moment you know what i mean like this is for the Zack snyder fans this is your moment celebrate it enjoy it um i'll be interested to see how you know for people that might go back and watch the original how the, how that conversation goes like whether it'll change because i i can't imagine this version even if it was trimmed down to say uh two and a half hours or whatever and it and it and this was the version that it entered theaters i would imagine critical response would not be that much difference or it would at know. least be that much different than batman v superman or man of steel
1: super duper speculation i really don't know Yeah. no I really don't know. Um, yeah, I, I really don't know. Uh, I do see in the chat there's questions about. Uh, there was a question about Ryan Choi. Oh yeah,
0: he gets a brief cameo. Uh, and I, I, would I was to excited see about that. Yeah, he I gets, like
1: that. There I was, was a lot of um, a lot of actors who were people of color who were cut out of this movie who were given their roles back, like the mom or Cyborg's mom and Ryan Choi and um, Martian Manhunt. I mean, there's a, a, just a lot of of moving parts that i think that those are little victories as well mm-hmm. more stuff for cyborg silas there that was cool
0: yeah see. yeah and i think um uh, i also really liked the moment where um right after wonder woman saves the kids from the terrorist attack whatever it was yeah. um mm-hmm. i i was i was it was interesting how much darker that scene was in this version, but then at the end when she's comforting the kids, I would have liked to have seen more of that in this movie, more of these heroes saving people, being heroic, less, you know, the cool poses, good fighting, da da and more of them being positive characters that were helping those around them. You know what I mean? Um, uh, <clears throat> I also, there was another thing that I, um, I don't. know It'll be interesting. We do have a question here from Danny Boy. You think other movies moving forward would have quote cuts like this with four plus hour running times, or is this a one time thing? This is a unique situation. Obviously, people on Twitter are now demanding the full Snyder verse. Uh, specifically using terms like "we need to bully them into da 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 da." But I think on on whether, however, that pans out. Do you think that this will open the doors to more, you know, I think the place my brain immediately goes to is the quote unquote air cut of the suicide squad, but outside, even outside of DC properties, more like director focused cuts. I
1: don't know because this probably made them a lot of money. Mm. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, it really comes down to money. Yeah what it comes down to, yeah. and also I think it will probably change some contracts. A lot of creators' contracts, I feel like, might look different. Like there will be one cut of this film. Period. Whatever. Yeah. You know. I just I think that they might things just might look a little different because I don't see us getting. I'm trying to be careful with my words. Mm-hmm. I don't believe we're going to get an air cut. Yeah. I do not believe that that is the case. Mm-hmm. But if it happened, would I be shocked? no yeah so i guess we'll see i think you know we got the donner cut it just didn't happen for a minute yeah. so
0: yeah <laughs> and they like didn't reshoot thing. anything for it which especially since it didn't happen for a minute
1: yeah yeah, yeah that would be wild yeah. go back for the reshoot <laughs> um so yeah i think that this could happen more in the future or not it depends on who's who's making money from it
0: yeah absolutely so after seeing do you would do you want
1: more snyder i really do okay i really do mostly because i really like flash now Mm -hmm. so i'd be interesting to see what's going on there i've always loved cyborg i want more Batfleck. i always loved gal and aquaman and i want to get to a different version of the superman who i still liked but didn't is not fully realized yet to me so Mm And, and I like this version of Lois better than any previous version of Lois too. Yeah. I liked watching her bring coffee and and the mourning process and all that. So, yeah, because of the characters that were created here, I do want to see more. I don't think we're going to. I also want to see that Deathstroke movie. Mm-hmm. I'm interested in that. Yeah. So, yes, yeah, I, I don't think it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I don't think, and that makes me bummed.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, let us know. Um, you know, we actually have uh, for those that listen on Spotify, we're able to put um, uh, questions in. You can answer. We put a question with the episode. You can answer the question there. Uh, and we're the question is, would you like to see more of the Snyderverse? So be sure, or you can follow us on Twitter. You can uh, uh, find me at DJ Talks Trash. Roxy, where can the where where can Everywhere. the kids find you and what should they be looking out for? You already did, I meant to talk to you about this earlier. You did your your full year, 365.
1: I did, I did. Yeah.
0: How do you feel? Are you still doing it now or are you taking a break? So
1: I've taken I I've worked every day since, but I have not been on yet. Last night we did a DC movie news uh, Snyder Cut long review. So we did that, and then I'm gonna be going back up again soon. But I 365 was like, okay, I could take a couple of days off from this show.
0: I agree. And
1: but the big thing, the big thing that I'm working on right now is on this Sunday, I have a seven-hour marathon that's going to be on the World Girls YouTube channel. And it is for a couple of different things. Number one, it is Women's History Month, so we are uh, doing a long marathon that we are are raising a ton of money so that A, we can finish out our projects for the rest of the year and bring you guys the best stuff that we can, but B, uh, a lot of the proceeds are going to the hotline, which is the National Domestic Violence Hotline. And it is an incredible, incredible organization. We're we're three people who look very much into when we're giving money, where that money is going, because sometimes you think it's going one place and it's going somewhere else. And so this is an organization that... It, we really, really believe in, and especially during this time of quarantine, domestic violence is through the roof, and we won't even know the full extent of it until we are out of this because people don't have outlets because there was nowhere in a time where a lot of people don't feel like there's anywhere to go when you're in a domestic violence situation. During COVID, there really was nowhere to go. Yeah. And so the it never before has the hotline been as important as it is today, and especially because the majority of survivors are women, and it is Women's History Month, we really wanted to support them. So please come join us. That is going to be 3 p.m. to 10 p.m. on this Sunday, the 21st. YouTube.com/slash/TheWorldGirls.
0: Very cool. Please go check that out. And um, uh, you can, if you want to follow more about the show, you can do that everywhere that matters at Only Stupid Answers. But on. Did I I miss that? we were off a weekend. Let me try again. Wait, wait. Rewind. We're going to flash rewind. (laughs) You can follow follow, um, Only Stupid Answers everywhere that (laughs) matters. But uh, Only Stupid Answers. But on Twitter.
1: You the vowels from stupid. We're we're getting there. We're getting there. We're figuring
0: it out. We're figuring it out. Go, Go check out the Snyder Cut. Let us know what you think. Be nice. Take Be the, nice. take the W, take the, listen, we live in if a culture. You loved, it, you loved it. You loved it. You loved it. Everybody. And listen, if you're like me, if you're like me and it wasn't your cup of tea, again, the OG Justice League is also on, on uh, HBO Max um, uh, Justice League animated series, which is, which is to me, the definitive uh, televisual Justice League wow. or whatever. That's also on HBO Max. Go check out those as well. There's also, by the way, there's also a ton of really great movies on HBO Max that are all worth checking out. So uh, do Hope all dope. of that. I want to thank everybody that joined us live. Um, uh, please check us out uh, every week. And Sweet. we'll see you all next week. Bye, everybody. Hey.